Hey guys, and welcome to the Nashville for Nobodies podcast. I am your host, Bobby Gordon, along with my co-host, Kyle Thurkey, and we're going to be talking about the Nashville music scene and the ins and outs of Lower Broadway and a bunch of other random stuff that comes to mind. So if you're thinking about Nashville or new to Nashville and want to wrap your head around what's going on, this might be a great place to start. Take a listen. What is up, Kyle? Bobby boy, what's going on, man? How are you? We survived Christmas. We did survive Christmas. We are on the home run stretch to getting out of the holidays. <laughs> oh, man. This week should be pretty good because it's before New yes. Year's Eve, but everything after New Year's Eve is going to be spotty. Like it best. was last <laughs> Wednesday through Friday. Yep. Um, got a lot of gigs this week. Uh, I've got quite a few, yeah. Um, my week started out pretty strong. I had a split double Monday. I was off Tuesday. Got quite a bit done yesterday, too. Nice. Um, today, we're on that split double together. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow, I've got uh, a shift with you, 10 to close. And then Friday, as of right now, it's 6 to 10. But I might have a 10 to close as well, which if I do, you as well will have a 10 to close. I already have a 10 to close on Friday. Okay. Well, that's all right. Uh, I'll call Michael. But, <laughs> but it's at Tootsie's. So if you pick up a gig, let me know and I'll see if I can sub it out. All right. Because. Man. Yeah, we'll, we'll get some worked out. I would much rather not. So what do about that you? One. You got a stacked week? Because I got um, no, after after Friday, I got nothing. I'm I've off got for I've New got one Z. Saturday night. I'm closing at I think Rippy's side room Saturday night, and then leaving mm, Sunday morning sometime for Florida. I'm gonna oh. go down and see my dad. Oh, and, that's right. You were talking earlier that you were gonna go down to Florida. Yep. Yeah. So that should be fun. Hell yeah, man. Be a little bit warmer at least. Yeah. <laughs> Ho- hopefully. I know that whole storm moved like all the way across the U.S., yeah. so <clears throat> hopefully. But yeah, I'll definitely go to Clearwater Beach because uh, I go every time I'm down there. Well, I guess I was going to say, I guess I should ask what part of Florida you're going to. Um, Dad uh, is in Newport Ritchie, and then I've got family in Tampa and then in Clearwater, so that whole area right there. Okay, yeah, I know Tampa and Clearwater, but Newport Ritchie I, is I don't. Newport Ritchie's like if it's about an hour from Newport Ritchie to Clearwater or to Tampa. Okay, so it makes <clears> like a you. triangle of hour-long drives. <laughs> Hell yeah! So um, last time we spoke, it was uh, before Christmas. So yeah. yeah, we obviously survived Christmas. So. Gig wise and and just normal home life. How how was everything? How was Christmas? Oh, I mean, all the stressfulness of Christmas, and then um, trying to plan everything out with my kids' mom, and uh, just everything was. It was as stressful as it could possibly be, but we got through it, and the kiddo seemed to have a good time and loved her gifts. So. That's Mission good. accomplished, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it's all for all, the kids always, now anyway. For sure, yeah. Definitely. Uh, what about you? I know you were planning on being with the lady and her kids. How'd that go? Yeah, so um, I played days before Christmas Eve, which um, so Christmas Eve was Saturday, Christmas was Sunday. So Friday, I had an 8 to, or no, Friday I had a 6 to 10. 
And actually, uh, I was supposed to play with my regular artist, Todd Cameron, um, but holidays and everything, he went home, and mm-hmm. he let me go ahead and take the shift. And in doing so, I found uh, a new singer who you were on that gig, so you, right. you know how it went. Um, but in doing so and finding a new singer gave some new opportunities to you, to myself and you. Mm-hmm. So very grateful for that. And you were there, like, you know, we were supposed to do 6 to 10, and then... 8.30, we called it. <laughs> right. there, was, there were a total of, I don't know, maybe at one point a total of 15 people in the bar. But for the most part, it was my girlfriend, two employees that worked there that were just hanging out drinking, and like a few, like three or four people would come and go, come and go. Yeah, there was that one bigger group that was like four or five people. And yeah. then when they left, everybody was just like, uh, we done? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all just stopped and looked at each other. So we're like, so even like the bar staff, I looked at all the bartenders and I was like, so are we done guys? It's like everybody <laughs> was making eye contact. Like so, we all, we were all communicating without doing anything. We were yeah. just like, there's nobody here. Can we stop? <laughs> yeah. With it being like in the single digits here in Nashville, Oh, it was um, miserably cold. Snow and ice on the ground. Like, nobody was going out. It was a few days before the holidays. So everybody's like, yeah, we're just going to hang out with family and, like, not go anywhere. Um, so Christmas Eve, uh, I hung out at, at the house. Uh, I just hung out here. Nice. Um, and because the rolling blackouts, <laughs> I decided that I wanted to go make some money since I wasn't I wasn't playing any gigs. I'm glad I wasn't playing any gigs because I know how dead it was downtown. Oh yes. Uh, I went and drove for Uber for a little bit. Nice. So I I made some some money on uh, Christmas Eve, which was really nice. And then I uh, it helped take care of some of the last minute gifts that I got for my girlfriend's kids. And um, Christmas Day, I woke up and I made breakfast here. It was just me. Like, my family's back home in Texas. Uh, my girlfriend lives up an hour north where you live in Clarksville. Uh, and her ex-husband's here, with, and they were all doing their, like, family thing in the morning. And then, uh, so I just hung out here. I was going to cook that turkey. I didn't cook the turkey because it was too cold. The fryer, that, that uh, air yeah. fryer thing I have, it just wouldn't keep heat. <laughs> Uh, too I, windy, too cold. I can see that. So I didn't, <laughs> I didn't cook the turkey like I planned on, which kind of sucks, but it is what it is. I have, I can always cook another one, whatever. Um, but at like six o'clock, we had dinner reservations because Christmas e- Christmas Day is also uh, my girlfriend's daughter's birthday. Nice. She's a Christmas baby. So we went to um, this Korean barbecue restaurant, which it was like, I. I I want to say authentic, <laughs> right? but um, we weren't given a whole lot of instructions on how the grill worked or how to cook the meat or what to do. They just like asked us our order and then brought the food out and then kind of just left us to do it. Oh, lovely. So it was like when we were cooking our own meat and stuff. I've never been to one that was my first experience of ever doing one of those Korean barbecue cook it yourself type deal. Right. It's pretty cool. Um, we had a good time. And then I, I came back home and hung out here. And then Monday I had a morning shift and then a, a closing evening shift. And Tuesday I was off. So Christmas was very low-key for me this year. Nice. Um, I definitely was missing my family hardcore. 
it was it was it was a little rough for me this year just because i was like i was just really missing my family this was so. this was my first christmas eve with like nobody at all around yeah so like i sat down after i got home and everything and uh turn on the tv and i don't know like when it like sunk in but i was like it's christmas oh it's christmas eve yeah I am instantly depressed. That that that's basically what happened to me when I got home from driving with Uber. Cause it's like I tried to get in the mood. I threw on my little Santa onesie. Yeah. You know, like I was out driving, dressed up. I had the mohawk up. You know, green mohawk, Santa onesie on. I'm cruising around for Uber. Only one person commented on my outfit. Like nobody, no. nobody else really talked at all. I tried to have some conversations with people, man, and they just. I get like you don't want to talk to a stranger or whatever like you what whatever the reason be like you're just a quiet person but like I you know I I try to talk to people I I extend out the branch I'm like here you go see and only one person got in the car and like even said anything about and he he, it was my first rider he he saw it he was like oh you ready for the holidays this is what I'm talking about I was like (laughs) yeah man um so. I was I was a little sad about that because I was like really hoping that, like some people would like see it. Like, yeah, like, man. Oh yeah, this dude's in the spirit. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> I was like use I, that as an icebreaker finally, to start a conversation. <laughs> I finally got in the Christmas spirits. I know we were talking about this before. Yes. I finally got in the Christmas spirit somehow. Um, it's just like I don't know. One day I woke up. And I was like, fuck yeah, Christmas is a couple days. <laughs> Dude, I, and. Uh, in the last podcast, I was talking about how I was starting to feel it. Well, then I hit all those gigs, and it was just like gig after gig after gig, and like the next three or four days just like ran together for me. So I was literally like, "Oh, Christmas is in like a week." Yeah. And then it was tomorrow, and I was like, "Damn, I didn't do any of the things that I wanted now, to do. Like so gone. much stuff I had planned and was gonna." Speaking do of and- Christmas. Did you see my new Christmas gift? I just did now. That is badass. Yeah, I got one of the uh, Funko Pop sets of Blink-182. That is cool. Girlfriend got that for me. I was super stoked when I got that. There's another set that's Hot Topic exclusive. So um, if my gigs go well this week on Saturday, I'm going to go get the Hot Topic exclusive Is that Blink also? Yeah. so, So this one, see how they're naked but with their instruments? Yeah. The Hot Topic exclusives is with them running with the blur over their privates. Nice. So they're naked, but they, it has like a blur. Awesome. Yeah, it's hilarious, dude. So uh, I'm going to go get that one. So I'll have that one there, and then I'll put the other one over there on top of that yes, speaker. Yes, that's a great idea. Because clearly I'm a little full here. Just, just a touch. You do have quite the collection. I do. Um, I honestly don't even know how many I have. Uh, it's not... It's not like a hundred, but no, it's like but it's a bookcase full. Twenty. <laughs> no, oh, there's more no, than twenty. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty, twenty two, twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty, thirty one, thirty two, thirty three, thirty four, thirty five, thirty six, thirty seven, thirty eight, thirty nine, forty, forty one, forty two, forty three, forty four, forty four, forty five Funko Pop sets. <laughs> All right, wow, that's. That's so much more than I realized I had. Dude, I feel that. I've got my collection of the Power Ranger Oh, figures. I know, man. I thought that was so cool when and I walked into your studio and saw that. I was like, that's awesome. I don't... 
it was a while back, but uh, I was I was curious as like how much I spent on them, which was a terrible idea. So I just assumed if I bought all of them at like retail price, so like twenty bucks, how much it was gonna be, and it was like fifteen hundred dollars, and I was like, fudge. Do you know how much? Yeah, I could have done with fifteen hundred dollars. It would have been way more responsible than Power Ranger toys. It's a problem but, when you have when you enjoy collecting things. I do. The other thing that I. I only have two of them, and they were actually gifts, so I didn't personally purchase them. They were my WWE belts. I yeah. definitely want to collect. There's some that I really, really want. So, yeah, those are pretty badass to too. That. But that Christmas is over. Yes, we're past that hurdle. So the next I say hurdle, that, but like I've still got to celebrate a quote-unquote Christmas with my oldest child. So oh, okay, uh, here in a couple weeks. I'll get her for the weekend, and then we'll do another Christmas thing. It won't be yeah, as big, I'll but say, it'll it, still it be... It won't be as crazy as regular Christmas. It'll just regular Christmas in general is just crazy. Yeah. I am. I meant to go the other day and ended up getting busy, but I need a new Christmas tree. So, Bro, like, I was trying to wait till right after. One. I don't have a Christmas tree. You don't, you don't do you? No. Well, like, no. we need to make a trip to Walmart and get one of the discounted Christmas trees. Man, <laughs> I was going to, and again, my rent's due in a couple of days, yeah, and I'm just yeah, yeah. as I'm slow as that. it was last week, and as much money as I spent on Christmas, I'm like, ah. <laughs> Did you get to the part where you're, like, scrolling through, like, your gigs and just double-checking to make sure everybody Venmo'd you? Because <laughs> yep. that's where I've been the last couple of days. Like, hmm, did I get this? Actually, I got one this morning that I completely forgot about, and I was like, oh, thank God. I had one like that. I played, um, I don't remember where it was. It was December 3rd. And I don't know why, but I just thought I got paid for it. Yeah. And then like a few days ago, I get a message from the singer and she was like, hey, I don't know what's going on. It hasn't gone through yet, but as soon as it goes through, I'll get it to you. And I was like, wait, I got money coming? Yes. <laughs> and then like from that point on, I was like checking it like every couple hours. I was like, did it go through yet? Did, did she Venmo me yet? Like, I don't. I don't need it right now and I didn't even know I was getting it so it wasn't a thing but like now I'm super worried about it <laughs> yeah I, I feel that it's that time of year man it's just it's we talked about slow season before slow season's mm-hmm. real uh, again thankful for the gigs that I have and I'm able to pay my bills and I'm, I'm good but slow season is most definitely real um, so I'll tell you uh, what though I went from like two or three gigs a week maybe four at the outside to like four or five in a couple of days and my body is mad at me right now it is not used to this much work oh i I bet i'm looking up the titans game cowboys at titans tomorrow tomorrow okay so everybody will be out partying tonight bro we gotta tend to close tomorrow (laughs) after the game (laughs) yeah we do bro yeah bro yeah Hell yeah, yeah. I just realized that. Oh, that's so, awesome. So is it better just speaking monetarily for Broadway if the Titans win or lose? So if you have like right now is the Cowboys are in town, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. So there's a Dallas Cowboy fans travel. Like okay. uh Buffalo Bills, they're their fans I know travel. I make money when they're Bro, in town. I love, Holy I, Jesus. Yo, I'm a Bills fan just because y'all's fans are awesome. So shout out to Dude, Buffalo they Bills. They drop Bills so Mafia. much money. Jillian Eliza, one of the girls that I work with, um, one of the, the singers, she's a Buffalo Bills fan. 
Nice. And man, we had a gig when she was singing with me last year and they were in town and when she said she was a Bills fan and then she pulled her lip down, she it says go Bills on the inside of her lip. Oh shit. That place went <laughs> wild and we made so much money. Dude. Like so yeah. Um anybody got a Dallas Cowboys jersey I could borrow? <laughs> right. <laughs> I made that joke about the Cowboys this morning because there's that dude in there and he was like, yeah, go Cowboys. And I was like, Psh. all y'all guys going for you is your cheerleaders. Uh-huh. And then like the whole room like booed and I was like, oh, half you guys are wearing Cowboy stuff. Oh, crap. Yeah, there's a game, a game tomorrow. <laughs> so that explains why it's so busy in town for sure is there's a game. That tomorrow. and everything's gearing like, up for New, new Year's. Year. So you got the game tomorrow. You got New Year's Eve on Saturday. Um, so it's going to be super busy. I'm taking New Year's Eve off this year. Girlfriend and I are going to uh, a small event. Um, really excited for it. Uh, nice. Really excited for it. Um, but, yeah, so gig-wise, so I got New those Year's, Are you playing New Year's Eve? Did you say you I were? am. You I'm are. closing, so I will be there for the, the thick of it. Um, I'm thinking, though, like with the game tomorrow and because like Nashville's new year's celebration isn't on Broadway anymore. Right. I bet tomorrow night's going to be like the big night for Broadway. Oh yeah. Cause it'll be everybody. New year's Eve, since they've moved it to the uh, baseball field. And I think we discussed this before yeah. since they've moved it to the baseball field, new year's Eve on Broadway has been much slower. It's still busy. Oh, it's still hella much busy, slower, but however, all the bars charge to get into. So once people are in there, they don't want to tip. That's and fair. It's, it, now, granted, generally New Year's Eve gigs, you're getting paid more. Um, at least those are the only gigs that I take. If I'm getting mm-hmm. my normal base pay, I'm done. Nah. Sorry, it's New Year's Eve. I'd rather enjoy the night off and, and not worry about yeah. all that craziness of downtown. Um, I don't like, I'm not a superstitious person, but I got this thing where like, I feel like I have to play on new year's Eve or I'm going to have like a shitty career. For the I rest think, of the year. I think the next, I think tonight, tomorrow, Friday are going to be busy as hell downtown. Yeah. I don't think Saturday is going to be busy and definitely not Sunday. Oh yeah. No, Sunday not Sunday for dead. sure. Um, but I, I, th- I think you'll be all right. Oh yeah. No, I'm, I'm. I feel like I'm going to walk away happy with this weekend. <laughs> um, speaking of the new gigs, though, uh, we had talked a little bit before we started about taking the gigs with, like, the random filling oh, gigs yeah. or with people you don't know. So, so and so like, what did we discuss we need before to, this? Uh, yeah. We need to touch on that a little bit because that is by far like the quickest and easiest way to get a new gig yeah. is to fill in for somebody and do a good job. So basically what Bobby's talking about, I kind of mentioned earlier um, this last Friday, we played a gig that my normal artist couldn't do just because of the holidays. And I could have easily taken the night off and just let the bar fill it and or fill the spot. And Todd asked me, he said, Hey man, do you just want to find your own band that that way you can, at least still get paid. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. And so I went through my normal call list of Mm -hmm. people that I play with and all the singers were gone booked. You know, it's it's the holidays. It's, it's hard to find people. 
And I was like, well, if I can just find somebody to co-front with me, we can get through the gig, no problem. I know it's not going to be super busy. Um, And this girl was um, suggested to us or suggested to me through multiple people. And her boyfriend's one of my friends who plays guitar for her. And he reached out to me and was like, hey, man, this is who you need. Like this, this is the person that, that fits the stuff you do that fits your bill. And I was like, okay. And so reached out to my guitar player, Eric. And I was like, Hey man, do you know this girl? And he was like, yeah, she's really good around town. She's a rocker. She does the kind of stuff that we do. And I'm like, perfect. You, you cool with giving her a shot? And he was like, yeah. So, uh, I told him I was going to hire her. So I reached out to her and she was like, yeah, I'll do it. We had never met. Um, shows up to the gig and you were there. You were on it. Yep. In my opinion, yes, I know she was nervous, but I thought she crushed it. I don't I mean, like maybe yeah. nervous is even like the wrong thing. She was very concerned that that she did well. Yes. And then she, she cared. She yes, cared. She absolutely cared, and she she wanted to make sure that we knew that like she wasn't feeling a hundred percent and was kind of. And on the vocals on some of the stuff and like she was she was really straightforward yeah. about everything and like that I also kind think of, with it being so dead there with not many people for her right. to like interact with just, I mean even for me I was, when we were done playing I was like okay guys I looked at you guys I was like so what do we want to do right um, so I, I I get that um, but no but she had a very positive like in, in my opinion, energy and in my opinion, for coming in, playing with a group of guys who have played together before on multiple gigs and, and play together with each other through other gigs, yeah, um, she crushed it. Absolutely. She, she crushed it. And... <sighs> she knew a wide variety of songs, She too. did. Like she, was, she did. She we, was we played good country, for stuff pop, that, rock. Like, like... We were just all over the place. Somebody was, would mention something off the wall and, like... I mean, I would be like, I have no idea what that is. And she'd Dude, be like, oh, yeah, I know that one. The, I know that whole record. What, what was that Red Hot Chili Peppers song we did, man? Um, uh, 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 it's that one. <laughs> I don't oh, know. no, 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 sorry, not Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, no, you're talking about the Nirvana, Nirvana. tune. The, I, I don't know the name. I'm not a Nirvana I'm, fan, I'm, unfortunately. I'm blanking right now. Eric's going to kill me. Something about apology? All apologies. Yeah, that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Man, uh, my girlfriend got a little video clip of that, and actually, like between mine, Eric, and hers vocals, like the harmonies were like pretty nice. spot on. Like I was like, all right, this is. Dope. I was happy with that one because like Eric was like, all right, listen to this part and this part, and that's the song. And I listened to those parts, and he was spot on. Like oh, yeah. that was exactly the song. Man, <laughs> if you need, if you're on a gig and you need someone to get you through songs, that dude, dude, man, he was, he will not let you fall. He will not let you fall. No, he he's fantastic. Eric Gannis is a complete badass. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. He's definitely one of my favorite guitarists but in town. To back on track to that, so what we were talking about is like um, accepting gig offers that you don't normally do. Uh, I've said it on here before. Bobby and I talk about it all the time. I talk about it with anybody that plays in town. Accept every gig you can. Yes. And so this gig was offered. The only caveat being, you know, you won't fit in on that gig. If you know it's not going to work out, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't know the music, if you don't know the music, don't accept the gig. But if it's not stuff you normally play, anything else. But if it's stuff you normally play and it's it's a standard gig or whatever, 
take it the more gigs the better the more you're gonna especially learn especially if it's last minute because that means that they're like in trouble yeah and if you can come in last minute and, and even just day. like even just play like okay then like you've made a friend and they yeah. will call you and they will make sure to take care of like you you save them so yeah they will repay that a hundred percent so um you know, Bobby came in on this gig last minute. Uh, my buddy Eric did. He can't do all of them, but he's going to do a good amount of them. That's what happens um, when you're really good. Yeah, Eric you plays get booked everywhere. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Nikki Claire is, is who came and sang for us. And um, afterwards, the sound engineer came up to me and was like, hey, man, if you want the check, the manager said, come up to his office to get it from him. He wants to talk to you. And I was just like, oh, man, I know it was a slow night. Now, the band the night before that I had was not so good. It was kind of a rough night. But um, I went up to go get the check and I walked in the office and I was like, hey, man, how you doing? He was good. And he goes, so who's the new girl? And I said, well, someone that I just met today, you know, just this <laughs> highly recommended, you know, and he yeah. goes. Well, man, I sat down there and watched you guys, and I know it was a dead night. So, like, but he goes, I know y'all's performance. I'm not worried about that. He goes, but y'all were tight. Y'all were good. She sounded great. Uh, what do these days look like every week for the next couple months for you? And I was like, they're open for me. Right. He goes, cool. Reach out to them and see if they want to do it. He goes, I'd love to bring her back in here. He goes, so you've got some steady shifts now throughout the week. And I was like. This is not the way I thought this conversation was going. Merry Christmas. So, yeah, man. Uh, I went back downstairs and I was super excited and I was like, hell yeah. And I think I, I kind of mentioned something to you as we were. Yeah, looking. you were like, hey, what are your Thursdays and Fridays look yeah. like? And I was like, whatever you want them to look like. Yeah. And so I reached out to her and she was super excited about it. So, um, you no, know, I, I remember. That, this, was a, this was a last minute thrown together thing that like I was afraid that I wasn't going to find anybody. And. Now I've got a steady now band. It's a band. Yeah. And I said, you know, we had talked about it multiple times. I've been trying to put together a band that fits, that's right, that's just mm-hmm. and man, it did. And it, it was totally and it was, on it, accident. It was on accident. It wasn't even the band that I was looking for. Yeah. I mean so I was no. looking in a complete opposite direction of what I wanted to go, but I, now that this got thrown into my lap, I was like but yeah, as I was packing up, I remembered you I saying something it. to the effect of, oh man, I don't like it when he wants a one-on-one conversation. Yeah, man. Well, because <laughs> usually when he calls you in the office for a one-on-one conversation, it's not always yeah. good news. And how my gig went the day prior, I thought he was going to say something about that and bringing in like new random people because they've always told me they want steady people, steady people. Yeah. And he was like, well, basically I'm trying to just bring in new talent. He's like, and this band is what I was looking for. Nice. And I was like, well, that's awesome. So, um, yeah, except that won't happen in every gig you accept, but accept the gig because you never know what's going to happen. Um, what is it? Five gigs that I had last week were all gigs that I got because I was filling in and somebody on that shift was like, Hey, are you free these dates? Cause I need somebody. So, I mean like, if you're just playing with like the groups that you normally play with, you're very rarely going to get that opportunity to step out into other yeah. 
situations but if you're picking up some of those gigs that are either last minute call outs or they need a sub because somebody's out of town or whatever like that puts you in position to make a lot more friends and get a lot more gigs even if it's just more sub gigs later on yeah like some of the some of the most stressful times in my life were saved because somebody I'd worked with six months before that was like hey dude do you happen to be free right so definitely do that that's 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 how broadway functions yes with swapping out i'm a firm believer of don't put all your eggs in one basket don't play with just one artist right like play with multiple people you know and in that also play multiple genres don't just stick Mm -hmm. and i get it there's people that they're strictly country people and they're strictly rock people i'm gonna be all across the board Right. I don't care if you want me to wear some boots and some boot cut jeans with a button up shirt and a cowboy hat to play your country music yep. all day long. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay me to play some music. Let's go. Yep. Um, you know, and vice versa, there's rock bands and stuff. I'm, I'm going to do it. But I, I try to tell people that all the time because there's a lot of people like, well, I don't know why I can't get more gigs because you're not playing everything. Right. You know, like you're no, putting I'm not yourself a j- in a box. I'm not a jazz player, and I'm not going to go try to play a jazz gig. I will hand that off to somebody that right, does so. Right. But there's very few and far between of those coming my way. You but know what I mean? uh, yeah, and if you were being offered jazz stuff all the time, you'd sit down and learn the jazz standards and be yeah. like, "Cool, I can get yeah. through a gig." Yeah. I don't know. If you were getting the offer all the time and it was good money and like a lot of work, if it, if it was worth it, then you would sit down and learn the music. You got to pay all my bills every single month. If you want me to learn jazz, but I'm saying, (laughs) I mean, you can insert any genre. If, if, if there's a reggae band or like a strictly seventies rock, whatever, like seventies rock, eighties rock, nineties rock, country, pop, all that I could do. Jazz is, Jazz is not easy. <laughs> it is not easy. But no, it yeah. Is, accept all the gigs you yeah. can. Take any gig offers that come that come your way that obviously fit. And you know, even take some of the ones that you may feel uncomfortable taking. Oh yeah, that's, absolutely. That's how you're gonna grow for sure. I can't tell you, man. I try to explain this to people all the time. When I came to this town, it would take me days to learn one song. Yeah, days. Yeah. And that's all day me sitting down trying to learn one song. I was not one of these kids that came here and was like a great bass player and got gigs. Mm -hmm. I came here with the intention to learn and improve on myself because I couldn't do that where I was from. Right. Um, I didn't come here with the intention of playing Broadway every day and traveling and touring and doing all the things that I've done. I came here just to better myself as a musician. Um, But... In doing so and sitting down and playing all day, every day, learning these songs and being in uncomfortable situations, it has grown me, built me into this musician that I am now mm-hmm. that I can jump in on gigs with people I've never played with. And yeah, I still get uncomfortable. I'm still or not. Oh, yeah. And you're like going to run across songs that like I you get, thought you knew or enough to get through and then realize halfway through that you're absolutely hell, we were playing that first song we played today tequila makes her clothes fall off mm-hmm. the chart that i have that i've yeah. been following for years one note on that intro lick was wrong and i always kind of heard it wrong uh-huh but it also still sounded right and it's a little bit harder to like to pick out bass parts specifically yeah. but 
even though it plays it with the guitar, it it never quite sounded right, but it didn't quite sound wrong to me either. Mm-hmm. And so we were playing it today, and Noah corrected me, and I was like, and I played it, and I was like, oh, I've been playing this wrong for years. Yeah. So that happens to me all the time too. Like I, I guess I'll like wing it one time. And then end up having to wing it the next few times. And then it just ingrains in my head that that's how the song goes. Well, and it was one of those songs that, like, I first learned on a list of, like, 60 songs. I was trying to learn for a set, and this was one of them. So you only go through it a few times, and you have the chart, and you're following the chart. You're like, okay, I got it down. If I need it, I have the chart here. And so, yeah. I've been playing it wrong all this whole time, and no yeah, one's that, ever corrected me. The, till today. the most recent one like that for me was that Jimmy World song. I've played it with you a hundred times, probably. Uh huh. And I went back and listened to it because you happened to mention it the other day, uh-huh. and I was like, "Oh, well, I'm not playing anything like that. Like <laughs> that's I'm I'm." I don't know why I thought it was the Look, way man, I thought it if was. If it's a song but... that I, I'm gonna be honest with you, if it's a song that I'm singing, uh huh, I don't necessarily know that I'm playing it right. I mean that's fair, but like um, when I say playing it wrong, I mean like I had this whole idea of how it went, and that's not at all what happens. <laughs> it blew me I away mean, how wrong I was. <laughs> and to me, when it comes to this kind of stuff, because we're covering music, I'm yeah. not trying to play it perfect. And don't get me wrong, I sit down and I learn songs perfectly, and there are songs that I play perfectly. But there's so many that we do learn on the fly, or that like we just play because it's like party music. Yeah, I, I'm not worried if you're playing Jimmy World the Middle correctly. Like, did you but get the, through it just fine? The thing were the is, parts right? Like, were, do you, you knew where things started and stopped and where hits were. Like, yeah, cool, sweet, we got through it. I'm not worried about the it. The thing with it though is, I was playing it way more difficult than I needed to. Like, I was I was probably. making it hard on myself. And I was just like, like, I don't like playing that song because it's hard for me. And then I listen to it. I'm like, oh, look, man, it doesn't do any of that. If you go back and listen to a lot of this <laughs> punk stuff, it's really not that hard. It's just fast. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It was, I listened to it the other day. I was like, oh, I need to apologize. <laughs> cool. We're playing it tonight. So yes. And then, um, the, the Nirvana stuff like that. For the most part, I've never seen Nirvana me. again. My voice was so done after "Smells Like Teen Spirit." I I was done after that song. I've done it before, and I don't know. I could hear myself great the other night, and so I it just it wasn't there, and I was I was straining the whole time. So yeah, I don't know that I will ever sing that song. And if she That's wants to fair. do it, she can do it. That's fair. I I will not. I'm just not a Nirvana fan, and never was. I, I just. Man, so when I started playing bass, I was 13, 12, 12, sorry. I got a bass when I was 12. Um, the bands that I were into at the time were Blink-182, Green Day, mm-hmm. Nirvana, Silverchair, um, um, Newfound Glory. Oh, I love Newfound Glory. Um, was, was, but those were like the main band. Like those are. I was trying to think of the ones that like the bands that I was in the the songs yeah. that we covered. And it, it was it was Blink One Eight Two, Green Day, Silverchair, Nirvana. Um, I, there was. I think there was another grunge band that we did. It's not coming to me right now. 
Um, again, this is 20-something years ago. But, yeah, those are the bands that I got into. Mm-hmm. And um, that's just, like, all I listened to for days, 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 and weeks. And just... I did get burned out on Nirvana, and it's only been in the last, like, two years that I've gotten back into it. And I think it's just because more and more people play it downtown now. And I'm like, yeah. I just miss playing it. Um, but I definitely did. I got burned out on Nirvana pretty pretty quick going into high school. But also when going into high school, my music taste changed. And I started listening to more, like, metal and screamo. and yeah. A lot of, like, singing and screaming type bands. Um, Atreyu was, like, one of the big ones that introduced me into that genre. And then I fell in love with, like, Kill Switch Engage. And so that was more or less the direction I went to. So I started to pull away from the pop punk and grunge, which I still listen to even to this day. But that's that's when my my musical taste started growing and developing more was like mid high school so like right now currently do you have like bands or artists that you listen to that you consider like your for pleasure music that you don't that you can listen to without thinking about them musically absolutely yeah absolutely because like that's my big thing is i've got like two or three bands that are just like my if i want to listen to music but not work I can listen to these bands because i don't it's generally it's generally metal or hard rock Mm -hmm. for me um, just because I don't, I don't play metal ever. Yeah, I, I don't. I've never really had a desire to be in a metal band. Um, so I've never really like sat down and learned. I mean, there are some metal songs I've learned, but it was never a desire for me to be in a metal band. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Killswitch Engage and then uh, my boys back home Facetime, those two bands I will have on repeat. Uh, a guilty pleasure that I will listen to is Machine Gun Kelly, nice. not his pop punk stuff, his like rap stuff. Yeah, hip hop and rap stuff. Um, I used to love the feud between him and Eminem. I was like, you two rich white boys are arguing. I know neither one of them were rich growing up, but they are now, and they're like just, oh, just yeah. rich dudes like arguing with each other. I'm like, ha. Ah. It's like back home, being in the suburbs, you got two rich white dudes yelling across the street at each other, and they have the <laughs> same freaking things. Yep. So, yeah. But what about you? What are some of the guilty? Not yeah. What are what are some of your guilty pleasure? Okay. Okay. Um, pink. Fair, dude. Pink. I freaking love pink. I do too. Her Truth About Love tour. Oh, my gosh. Like, I got the DVD. She's such a fantastic performer. Um, her drummer, Mark Schulman, I got to Pop meet him. Pop shows are where it's at. Like, dude. like Starler and I were talking about this yesterday. Pop shows are where it's at, man. Like, like that, is, that is the level of theatrics that I want to be a part of. <laughs> man, I, I never thought that I wanted to be, like, in a pop band. I absolutely But, like, seeing do. some of these shows... Because we were like, shoot, we were talking about Taylor Swift, and she's going to mm-hmm. see Taylor Swift. I'm super jealous. Yeah, we were at Noah's last night recording, and that's we were talking to Noah because I was like, hey, tell tell Noah who you're going to see. And she was like Taylor Swift. She's like, oh, I love Taylor Swift. And then we just got on the subject of pop music. But honestly, man, 
because of how animated I am on stage. Yes. Like, obviously, it's not great for, like, country music. Um, but, like, I see these bands. Like, now nah, I could never learn. I don't know that I can necessarily learn, like, the dancing and stuff. So I definitely want to be, like, a musician in the band. So I don't have to worry about that. But I could be in a pop band, dude. That, I think that would be so much fun. Dude, to have like, have, like, the costume that matches the set and, like, have every little the detail instruments of the show that match everything. And... You get to have oh, different, so cool. different instruments to match different sets. Like, yes. That's so it's awesome. everything. And then like, I don't know. It's that's that I want a show. Like I would, I, I had a DVD that I want to say my dad gave me a long time ago, but it was a meatloaf concert mm-hmm. and like everything they do is so theatric and stuff. Not on the level of like pink or Taylor Swift, but like the the conversations on stage are scripted to a point and like everything's very theatrical and he's he was a theatrical man in general mm-hmm. and it's just such a cool like i don't know music is fantastic but when you can hit all the other senses while you're doing it it's amazing so because i asked you like guilty pleasure i said machine gun kelly was one of mine my other uh guilty pleasure is katie perry I, I love me some Katy Perry, man. She's she's phenomenal. Like nice. her shows are awesome. She's always got these like crazy ass costumes and outfits and like just I I think the shows are they're phenomenal. And her music in my opinion is great. Mm-hmm. People are gonna make fun of me for that, I don't care. Oh, I absolutely won't. I love pop <laughs> stuff. Like it's funny because I didn't get into pop really until the last five years. Oh, yeah. All the way up until I was around 30, 31, like, I was not into pop. I just wasn't. Like, yeah, I knew the Backstreet Boys songs and the NSYNC songs and stuff mm-hmm. like that from back in the day, but I knew nothing about current pop. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I knew, like, you know, Taylor Swift had moved over to pop, was doing that, and, like, Katy Perry and Pink. Like, I, I knew the, the really the, big, the big ones, artist, yeah. Mariah Carey, and stuff like that, but I didn't really get into it. And, um, yeah, I don't, it's just cause people I was playing with, mm-hmm. they were always listening to pop music on the road and like talking about it and like they would play pop parts in certain songs. And so I just slowly got into it. And then I started listening to the, cause a lot of people were like, well, man, just listen to the production of these songs. Yes. Yeah. And that's when I started breaking down the production of songs and listening to it. And I was like, oh, this is dope. Then I started seeing the live videos from shows. Yes. And because I was like, you know, I always watched award shows. And of course, award shows are always big and elaborate. I didn't realize that these people were doing this day in, day out, every single night. Yeah. These big, elaborate, crazy shows, these pop shows. And, um, uh, yeah, I just I I fell in love with it. I was like, this is cool, like this this, and it kind of gave a new like spark to me playing. So I was like, okay, if all all these people are being animated, like people yeah. like that, like I can be animated on stage because my dad used to make fun of me all the time for running around on stage wearing crazy stuff, having crazy hair. Yeah, and finally, I was just. I'm in my 30s. I'm like, I'm a grown man. I can do whatever the hell I want. Exactly. <laughs> it's crazy how that doesn't really hit you till you're like in your 30s and you're like, wait, I can do whatever the hell I want. I can literally do whatever I want. <laughs> See, that's 
like being on stage has always been a safe space for me. So like I've always felt like I could be more animated mm-hmm. and more goofy or do silly things or wear strange clothes or whatever on stage. And I'm super comfortable with it. It's almost like you're playing a character, but you're not, you're playing, you're, you're being yourself. Right. And uh, yeah, I, I completely understand that and see that and feel that I, I am that way for sure. Yes. And then I'm, I'm not going to lie being on Broadway, like, when I first got on Broadway, I was still very much like trying to be a showman and everything. And then like the longer I've done it, the less that has worked for me. Yeah. Until a little bit more recently when I've started like playing with you and a little bit before, but the higher energy bands that are like all about the energy and putting on a show and getting people hyped up and excited. Yeah. When I got here for me, it was all about learning the, just learning the music. And so like I suppressed that side of me until I would do big shows. And then I would do big shows in front of a crowd and my bands would be like, where the hell is this energy been? And I'm like, well, I'm not doing this for five people. Like, I'm not gonna run, waste all my fucking time. Like, I'll waste my. Well, not only that, else. if you're the only one on stage putting up that energy, exactly, then it gets and awkward so, quick. Now that the the few bands that I play with regularly, out besides Noah, like they're all pretty high energy, fun party bands, party music, good times. Speaking of Noah, I'm totally gonna call him out right now. <laughs> Yeah. So did you notice the entire mood shift of the songs we were playing after uh-huh. his lady walked in? Uh-huh. <laughs> everything went happy. Yeah. Did you notice his entire attitude? Yep. Yeah, everything went happy. It was it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the dude's been alone and single for so long, and now he has a lady and she's around, and he's in good mood. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm super excited for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Man, I, I noticed it. His whole demeanor changed. Uh-huh everything he was he was even like in a good mood this morning when he walked in oh yeah he no he wasn't was, in a bad mood for yeah sure. he, he knew she was coming in but so. like he did the typical noah thing and we were doing sad slow country songs and then she gets she there comes in, and everything's all of a sudden he's like oh let's beat. do this one this was fun this is fun this is i'm like dude and it was, it was so man it, it was it was funny but it was also like cute at the same time it was adorable he'd be singing songs and he would just turn and stare at her and sing at her, and then she would look at him, and they just like start blushing hardcore, and have and to then look he'd away. smile real yeah, big. Oh my and... god, dude! I, it was it was cute as hell. <laughs> it's like watching high schoolers. <laughs> yeah, dude. It, you know, I mean, I don't have kids, so I don't know what this is like. But it's like watching your 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 kid finally accomplish something, and you're like, I'm so proud of you, <laughs> right? Warms my heart. <laughs> Noah's got a girly friend. That's not Woody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you, the more Woody talks. We have got to the, drag him in here. The more Woody talks, the more I'm telling you, I don't, I, more I'm telling you, he, he's gay. <laughs> Love you, buddy. <laughs> but the things you say over the microphone to some of these guys in the audience, I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> I mean, I feel like, I feel like. If he is, he should just go ahead and come out to us because we don't care. Then we can joke about it and get it over with. Okay. Love who you are, love, man. I'm all oh, for absolutely. It. Just there's, there's, I say that. So <laughs> I had a friend. I mean, what did he say? To me? What did he say to me the other day? He oh, turned around and looked at me and said, um, 
Kyle, you just look like a tree that I want to climb yes. or something. <laughs> you just look so delectable. And I was just like, what? <laughs> I what? What? I mean, thank you. But what? <laughs> you ain't ever spoke to me like that before. No, uh, so going back to the, the coming out conversation, I had a friend in college and he posted on Facebook that he was coming out. And so I sent him like this big, long message and I was like, dude, good for you. If you ever want to talk about it or anything, I'm here. Like, you know, whatever's going, I was trying to be super supportive because, you know, this was not exactly recent and things weren't exactly as tolerated where I come from. So I was trying to reach out and be like a really good friend and let him know he had support. And he messages me back and he's like all mad at me and stuff. He's like, dude, you're a dick. I wasn't, that wasn't me. Somebody hacked my profile or whatever and put that on there, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh man, I'm sorry. Like I was just Why trying to be your friend. Why would you a dick for just being like, hey, And then man, I'm like a month you. later, he comes out for real and I'm like, dude, I want to hit you. <laughs> oh, some, he is probably like drunk or messed up and put it up. And Probably. Was, and then was trying to do damage control yep. and then couldn't and so went ahead and just went with it but he was also one of those guys that like it was undeniable like everybody knew yeah he just wouldn't say it out loud okay anything wrong they love he love i'm all for it man dude absolutely i mean there's no it it. there is no negative impact to my life so (laughs) i definitely know how uh you know with being where we live and the music we Mm -hmm. play how it could be harder for people to come out here. Um, Cause while we're still a very blue city, we're still very much a red state. Yes. And the people that come here are country music fans. Who yes. Are most of them. Um, religious. I want to say Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's conser- we'll just, statistically we'll just, speaking, conservatives and conservative Christians yeah. are the demographic. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, it's Nashville. It's country music. That's always been country music's yeah. demographic. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's what it is. It's so, only been like, the last expected. like five or six years that in country music. Have you heard artists coming out or them singing about, mm-hmm. uh, rights and songs and things like that yeah i i I get it and i it it breaks my heart that like we still live in a world that judges like that it it really does like who you love does not make you a bad or immoral person in any way and right i just when people are that way it, it breaks my heart that they just can't can't be open minded and accepting and I mean, I know it's yeah. it's said a billion times, but like, if you're not into that, don't do that. Yeah. It's literally that easy. Yeah. I feel like it goes for like everything yeah. in life, but yeah. we just decide to choose certain things that we want to Well, I mean, like, scrutinize. I don't drink. Yeah. Not into it. Don't do it. Don't have a problem at all with people that do. Hell, my entire career is based on alcohol. <laughs> so, like, I love not alcohol. Based on, I just based don't around. drink. <laughs> yeah, it's not based on. It's based around. But, yes. Um, yeah, you know, we, we... I'm glad that the world seems to be going in, in a better direction. People are definitely more accepting and open. But it still breaks my heart that there's still some people out there that just can't fucking accept you for who you are just be loving 
love thy neighbor, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> what was it? Oh, we got Noah once on something like that. Oh, I because he said something to the effect I of time for shit like that. Like, uh, I don't know, maybe it was a meme I sent or something, but it was it said like, uh, love thy neighbor, and the response was, well, what if you hate yourself? And then we were all like, Noah. Yeah, like that's why he can be a jerk to everybody because he doesn't like himself. Yeah, he hates himself, so he's gonna hate everybody else. I don't know. I love teasing Noah. <laughs> it's so easy. Too. Love the guy. Love Woody. Love uh, love our our Wednesday band. It's, yes, it's a lot of fun. We we have a good time. They're if you're ever in Nashville on a Wednesday, come out to Legends Corner Wednesday mornings, and uh, we'll sing you all the sad love songs you want to hear. And you can enjoy a half-assed comedy show in between songs. Man, sometimes I think our comedy shows are way better. Dude, than that music. is that is our shtick, man. That's our bread and butter. Like that's the highlight. <laughs> Just like today with me and Woody, man. Like, <laughs> dude, I think Woody's funnier when nobody is into it, and he makes a joke and nobody laughs. Well, and he's he just tries. Like, he tries to explain himself right? or the joke, and. He just he he keeps trying, and I'm like, bro, you're just digging yourself up farther farther in this hole. And I realized that today because we we're talking about the game that's tomorrow. Uh-huh. It's, it's Texas people, it's it's Dallas people, a lot of conservatives. So like when he was making a lot of these jokes, I was just like, either they don't get it or they're just too conservative to laugh. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He's super conservative, so like they should be on the same level. Yeah. Uh, he's he's so funny though. He really is. He really is. He's ungodly inappropriate, but he is hilarious. Well, I know we're probably coming up close to an hour, huh? Yeah, we're about fifty three minutes. Nice. So yeah, sweet deal. I ain't got much else I want to talk about today. Just uh, catch up from no holiday real final shit, thoughts. Even I've seen you like every day, but I um, mean, just gearing up for. New Year's, and then like I said I'm out of town right after that. So. After our our Christmas uh, podcast, I had a few people reach out to me that wanted to be on that are that are interested yeah. in what we're doing. And again, if you are listening to this, thank you so much because it's just a rhythm section in here talking about Nashville and yep. other random stuff that our minds go to. But if you really want to be on the podcast, um, just reach out to us. There, there's nothing to it, as you can hear. It's just us talking, BSing, talking yeah, about I mean, Broadway. And we want to share do experiences and, with so with people. So, like, if you if you're in Nashville playing, or you want to be in Nashville, or just moved to Nashville, or whatever, like whatever it is, like we'll talk to you about your opinion, how you view it. One of my favorite yeah. questions for. Uh, for guests that aren't necessarily in the Nashville scene, it's like, what does it look like to you from outside? Like, mm-hmm. what does it look like? Yeah, man, and that's something that, like, cause I forget, and this, yes, may, maybe not everybody in this town does, but I personally do forget that this isn't like this everywhere. Right. I forget. I've been doing this for so long in this town that when I go to other cities, they don't have this. Right. So like, to me, it's just going to work. I'm, I'm going. I, mean, I hate to put it that way, but but it is. I'm going to work. It's my yeah. job. You know, I do it every day. I get and I'm. Don't get me wrong. I'm so grateful for what I do. Oh, it is the best I, job in the world, even it. on its I worst day. Love it. <laughs> even Friday, yeah. Even Friday was terrible. It was still fucking great. Dude, I had a ball. But, um, 
you know, I forget yes. that like people don't see this daily and don't deal with what we deal with daily. And so I, it, sometimes I, I'll just be walking to a game. And I'm like, hey, you're going to play music for a bunch of people that don't get to see this all the time. Like, mm-hmm. Make sure you're having fun. It's sad that I have to remind myself that, but there are some gigs where I'm just like bored. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, and I mean, it's... But, when when you're doing like the weekend thing like in your hometown or whatever and you're playing like two or three gigs in a month everyone is such a special event because you don't get to do that yeah and it's like you put in all this work for this mm-hmm. and then you get to a situation like ours and we get to do that every day yeah and so it is it's really easy to let the magic of people don't do this like we are in the top 1% of the world and it's really easy to take it for granted because yeah. we do it all the time. And so it's crazy to put it that way, but it's true. We, we really are. Um, there's not many people mm. that get to do this daily. Yeah. There's musicians that get to this, their job. Yeah. Like we literally get to do it every day mm-hmm. and it's, it's pretty, pretty freaking awesome. So I absolutely love it. It is amazing. Yeah. Um, but, no, nah, there's there's a meme or something one time that said uh, something to the effect of what I do can't be cool because I do it. Yeah. And I feel like that's the mindset like we get in because yeah. it's it is really easy to to completely discount all the work that we did to get here and all the work that we're doing to stay here. Well, yeah, I beat myself up all the time. I'm like, oh, because and again, I know what level I am at as a musician, yes. where I stand. I know what I can and cannot do. And I see a lot of these musicians in town that just, they, they blow me out of the water Yeah, and they, they absolutely do. They're phenomenal. I, I don't hold a candle to these guys. Right. But somehow my goofy dumbass still gets to be on a stage every day playing music. No, I don't think I'm a terrible musician. No, I don't think I'm bad. But when you're looking at it as the whole spectrum of what we know and understand I'm, as musicians. I'm down like, at the bottom. <laughs> on my best day, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, compared to these guys. And yes, I could do better. I could sit down and do what you guys do and practice for four to eight hours a day outside of my playing for four to eight hours a day. But I don't. I'm terrible, I know. My thing is just like, if I'm practicing, quote unquote, it's because I'm learning music. It's not because I'm improving my bass skill level. Yeah. I'm learning music. Yeah. I need to get back to 30. What I used to do, uh, one of my old guitar players got me in this habit is when I wake up, like as soon as you wake up, like brush your teeth or do, do whatever you do to like your morning routine. Up, yeah. Brush your teeth, grab a little snack, some water or coffee or whatever it is you drink, pick up your instrument and just start playing scales. Mm-hmm. Not, just, just play them. Just don't try to play them faster. Just play them. Just yep. play them. Just get your fingers going. And I used to do that every morning. I did that for a couple of years, and that that's where a lot of my improvement came from. Yeah. And then, of course, like yeah, I had to learn songs, but that was that was to help me. And I would just do it while I was like watching TV. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing anything, sitting down, plugging anything. I literally just grab my bass, sit down, watch TV, smoke, and and just run scales or just play a, a riff or just, I don't do that anymore. I haven't done that in like two years. Yeah, same. And I used to have a practice pad on my coffee table 
And so, like, if I was just sitting there and I see the pad and I see sticks, then I play a little bit. But for the last however long, like, everything's in my studio room. So, like, I have to get up and go to another room to do something musical, and so I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, um, I guess I guess maybe we should talk about practice routines at some point and like talk about that. how to rehearse and how to practice. No, not like, like everything that else. Is... I'm going to put that off. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, uh, you mentioned a couple of guests we've got probably coming up soon. Um, yeah. I've had some people reach out to me and that's, we totally got off track of that. If you want to be on the podcast, it's really simple. We don't talk. I mean, we don't have any specific things we necessarily talk about. We just kind of, brainstorm before we start recording hey this is what's on our minds here's mm-hmm. what happened you know here's what's current and uh and if you have questions have. let us know too because yeah we if there's anything you guys want to know about us what we do how we do it blah 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 please let us know um we we like talking to you guys and, and hearing what you have to say we love outsiders opinions um I've had a few people from out of town that when they come to visit have touched base with me and come to a gig and met up. That's so I've cool. got to, I've yeah, got to yeah. shake some listeners hands. So that's, that's been cool. really neat. That was, oh, yeah. that was kind of the moment where I was like, Oh, like people listen to this. <laughs> I will say I did take over the, uh, the Instagram. I'm yes. And you were doing so freaking good. Um, I am so excited. So, uh, we are, Oh man, this is awesome. So, my goal was that by the end of today on our Instagram that we would have a uh, hundred and fifteen followers. And this morning we had right about a hundred and we're sitting right now at 129. Nice. So thank you everybody that's following along on the Instagram. Uh, you will have to see my ugly little face. Um, I am going to be taking over all of that. I will be giving you guys updates. My and now sister it's going to be properly illuminated because yeah, you have my your sister new ring in-law, light. <laughs> so saying, my sister-in-law bought me this ring light for Christmas. Shout out Krista. I appreciate you. She was like, I can't wait to see all the cool videos you do. And I'm like, yo, you have no idea. I'm about to do some awesome videos. Uh, maybe not awesome, but I'm about to do some <laughs> pretty cool videos. Um, I've already done a couple. People have like commented and said things and appreciate you guys. Y'all are awesome. Um, again, it's just two goofballs in a rhythm section that play together that uh, just have a podcast BSing about Nashville and life. So if you want to be on, reach out to us. It's easy. Um, if you have any questions, reach out to us. It's easy. Um, you can reach out to us at Nashville for Nobodies on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, Facebook as yep, well. Facebook, same thing. Um, you can get Bobby. Where are you at? Uh, everything of mine is story of Bob or story of Bob music. But if you search story of Bob, I'll pop up. And then all of my socials are Thurky base T H E R K Y B A S S Thurky base. Type that in anywhere. You're going to find me reach out to us. If you want to be on the podcast, reach out to us. If you have no questions, comments, concerns. If you hate us, that's cool too. You still listened. So I greatly appreciate that. Uh, Rate the podcast on whatever platform yeah. you listen to it on. That helps people find I, it. I'm that big on Spotify, so that's why I always share it. But we're on like Anchor and are we on we're Apple? on Apple, Google, yeah. I think Stitcher. We're, like we're on all the The podcasts. major ones. And if we're not on it and that's the platform you want us to be on, then let us know because it's usually super easy to get yeah. on them. I just, I don't, 
know which ones are popular. Yeah. So uh, appreciate you guys for tuning in once again. And uh, hopefully uh, the next podcast we have, it won't be just the two of us. I'm hopefully have one of the guests that has reached out to me on here. I don't want to make any promises because we're supposed to have someone today. And unfortunately, that, that's the thing in our career, man. It's just stuff pops up. So last minute, a gig popped up for him. It was last minute. We just couldn't squeeze him in. And, you know, and it, it, he told me yesterday, that's how, how quickly it happens. You get gigs yep. and you, it just happens. And this podcast is not as important as a gig. Yeah, not so, until it's paying my light bill. That's yeah, this, this sure. isn't paying any bills. We're literally just doing this for fun. So, again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next time, AMF. Bicycle. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We have a great time putting it on for you, so we really appreciate all of the listens. If you have any questions or want to reach out to us, we are on Facebook and Instagram. So if you just search Nashville for Nobody's Podcast, we will pop up and you can interact with us that way. We also have some more options coming up in the future for interaction, so that'll be a whole lot of fun. So as always, it's never too late to tip your bartender, and please don't forget to tip your band.